Today is April 11th. This is probably coming out sometime later. But with us is the, I guess now, former uh, Georgia Tech outside hitter, uh, Julia Bergman, who's about to graduate. This is going to come out graduation weekend. So um, first, congrats. I assume you make it across the stage and you don't trip and fall or anything like that. So, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hope I don't. <laughs> but uh, first, I guess, preliminary congrats for getting through Tech and Thank all you. that. Thank um, I'm, although I'm going to restart from the top, just to, we're going to do a classic in, intro to start the pod. Give me your name, year, and major. So I'm Julia Bergman. I am, uh, like I said, a former volleyball player, fourth year, uh, and I'm an applied language and intercultural studies major uh, with a physics concentration. Long story short, I was a physics major for three years, and I just changed two semesters ago. So wow. I'm basically half physics major from tech. I I like to mention that, but yeah, I'm getting a degree in Ellis. What does go? Man, I didn't know many physics majors, but I guess what 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 gets you to go? I've done this for three years. Let me do the switch now instead of just going through for the last bit of it. Um, basically volleyball. Um, gotcha. I wanted to yeah start playing earlier, and it would have been a lot to take twenty hours of physics in physics, the last semester. Uh, I I mean, people know that Georgia Tech is no uh. No easy beast, but physics at Georgia Tech is a particularly different kind of beast. I took I was at, I was in the business school, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I I know I had the easier route. I, I won't I won't sugarcoat that one at all. Um, oh well. Well, let's start, let's go back to the beginning. So pre COVID, pre all that stuff. Um, what brought you to Tech? Like, what was what was the thing that caught your eyes? Like, oh, maybe I should do college here and play volleyball here. So basically, in Brazil, if you want to play a professional sport, you can't just do college and volleyball at the same time. So um, I was looking at options, and the U.S. were one of them. So I just started looking into it, and I had my official visit at Tech, and I just loved it. I mean, I love the campus. I love the people. It was It's a great school. I mean, I was going to get great education with the sport I love altogether. Yeah. What else could I could I ask for? It was perfect. It was one of the best choices in my life, for sure. Nice. How soon before you came or started classes did you tour? It was... Maybe six months before, six, okay. around that. I think I think I toured maybe a bit a year in advance. Actually, the U.S. circuit to tour is like some parents are like, "We're doing this freshman year of high school. Like, we're just gonna start oh, no, knocking." That's it's so early. It, it's it's early. It's a lot. I'm glad I waited a while, but it was still hard to get here. Um, what was I know? So I know it's particularly for the non-revenue sports and swimming and y'all and women's basketball too. More um, the recruiting process is a far much more of an international gambit. Um, what was what were your first interact? Like, did Tech come to you? Did you go to Tech? Like, what were those first interactions like? Um, I mean, Mari, um, that played on the team like what one year and a half ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, Mariana Brambilla, she's one of my really good friends. So mm -hmm. she was here a year before me. So I was talking to her. She was explaining it to me. Then I basically got in contact with the coaches right away. Um, then I just started talking to them, and it kind of went naturally until I visited, and then I committed to Tech. So basically, it's Brambia's fault that all this happened. Okay. Yes, That's... because of her, I was I yeah I ended up here. Did you have any other schools in, in mind, or was that just once you started talking to Mariana about that, it just made it that easy? I mean, it made it easier. I would say yeah. I it was just the first school I I loved it here. So I was like, why would I look for something else if it's just so cool here? Yeah, no, I agree. Atlanta's the best. So I I think you made the right call there. Was there any particular culture shock or was there like just some initial like oh I got some things to get used to when you first got here 
I mean, definitely it was very different. Volleyball was also different. I just had to adapt a little bit of my playing style and how to interact with people, especially with the language barrier at the beginning. Yeah. Um, it was sometimes I couldn't understand what the professor was talking about, but everyone that, has everyone has that problem. Bad. Even if it's English to English, everyone has that problem. Don't, don't, oh, good. I'm glad I'm not yeah. the only one. <laughs> um. What uh? What was your? What was the first class you went to? Mine was a very boring math class, uh, like calc one. That was like, history. Already... It was Hist- like history of the U.S. Oh no! We oh, do, you had to start we do a there. Bit of... Yeah, I, I forgot know. you had to start was... with that. If you're from Georgia, you basically forget that happens because you do that in like I think you get the credit for that in early high school or something. So none of us. Uh, uh, I definitely I forget didn't. About I had to learn all of it. Oh no! I am. I guess I'm sorry. I don't. I, I think our history is kind of interesting. It was fine. But... I never okay. really liked my professor. Okay. Cool. It was good. Um, and then on the volleyball side, I know that that freshman year got became a stir because the NIVC run and all that. So, so you're coming to the U.S. starting classes at a not particularly easy place, learning a history that isn't your own, and then and then you have a championship run all in the process of that. So, I, I mean, what 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 were those like? I guess what was that November, December? What was that like? Couple months stretch, like getting your first feel of like, okay, gotta get ready for finals, and oh, gotta get ready for pretty big matches here. Well, it was definitely a lot at the beginning, but the good thing I always had Mari by my side and like the other my other teammates were helping mm-hmm. me. But definitely there were some weekends where we were just studying all night long oh, for wow. for the yeah, history test because I had to remember everything <laughs> from the entire semester. But I mean, it was fun. The team was really fun. It was the first time I played like on the team mm-hmm. like that for an entire season. And we won the NIVC, even though we didn't make the tournament. Yeah. That was really memorable moment for me too um but just winning that nivc championship and proving to everyone that we should have been into the tournament was also yeah. just a big step yeah the no, program. that was a. I i mean what it was you that aaron was on the team breland's there maddie's there yeah. kayla's there so I mean, like the core was there like the mm-hmm. the, the main stalwarts from the, the tournament run a couple years down was there um did that did y'all like gel is like a particular like hey we're just the young people on this team we kind of have our own thing going on versus the older folks or was that kind of a everyone's all included regardless of the year i mean we knew that age didn't matter because we wanted to win together so um, i feel like everyone was just supporting everyone old one young ones at the same time um and it was just so nice to see how we grew as a team and as people during that period of time so yeah. i think that was the most interesting part that uh i remember I, I think I got to campus a year before you, and mm-hmm. uh, at that time, football was still kind of the, basically this still the main thing because we still had Paul and everything. But I don't think volleyball had necessarily caught on with just the general like, oh, this is just we're talking about. And then that team definitely got there, and I definitely think catalyzed a lot of like, okay, no, you have to like go to volleyball games. You have to make sure you're ready two hours before because there ain't no seats in that in O'Keefe to, yeah. at all unless you're unless you're just there early. Um, so I think y'all did y'all did a lot there. Um, and then I assume you're just training through 2020 until you can't train really in 2020 yeah. and the world. And so you have all that. And then you only have, I guess, two months of like normal tech where you're not playing games. And then the world ends. So, uh, A, were, were you on campus when that happened? Because I know that they really started kicking, stopping during spring break. So, like, what was what was that like week and a half for you? Like when we found out, oh, this is not temporary. So I was actually living at the dorms at that time and we were practicing normal, like 6 a.m. spring practice um, I thought that year. 
and out of nowhere everyone was gone campus was empty we were supposed to fly home there were no flights everything was they were trying to close the borders it was yeah. just we didn't know what to do um i think we booked the flight like for two days so we were in our dorms the next day we we're in brazil everything was locked down and just oh, to man. think about that like half of my college life was basically with restrictions for covid yeah which is crazy i was looking at i have like memories from two years ago and it's when we were playing the spring season because mm -hmm. they had pushed it back to the spring it was completely different completely different times and, i mean it affected volleyball too we were not allowed to practice without masks we had to yeah. test like three times a week and that was just it's crazy to think about now because yeah. everything went back to normal and O'Keefe is possibly the worst building on the entire campus for to like do a crowded event with minimal ventilation. Everyone gets sweaty and sticky, even in the crowd. Like if you go to a five set match there, you're sweating regardless of how what what the outside temperature is like, which is part of the allure. But so you so did you go? So I guess you you got to Brazil. Were you in Brazil for a few months then, or through that summer? Or did you, when did you come back to Atlanta? Mm -hmm. So I actually had to, I stayed in Brazil for like three, four months. And then I had to fly to Mexico to quarantine there for two weeks because oh. there, it was not allowed to go from Brazil to the U.S. directly. Oh. So basically we had to quarantine in Mexico for two weeks and then fly into the U.S. and quarantine again for two weeks in a hotel. So I was in quarantine for a month straight. <laughs> My goodness, was that like your entire July then, I guess, if we yeah. were back in August? Around that time. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. I moved to my parents' yeah. house 30 minutes away. And that, oh man. All right. <laughs> no, not going to lie. I went, we went to Cancun. We got like an Airbnb close to the beach. Oh, well, so we fine. were allowed to go to the beach at least. So okay. All right. Bad. All right. You made the best of that. Okay. That's, that, that's good to know. Um, So that, and then the 2020, and then the, they said fall 2020, 2020 seasons of the weird schedule. It's just ACC teams and all that. What, what was your, did your game day, well, how did your game day process change from what you normally would do? First of all, we were staying in separate beds, uh, in separate rooms in the hotels. Um, and usually you like play music in the room and you like talk to each other before mm -hmm. the games and you couldn't do that. And you weren't allowed to sh to high five. That was the weirdest oh, thing because man. we go around high fiving everyone. That's every point. That's every point. Yeah. That's e You high five everywhere. Sometimes I walk around people and I'm just high five and it's so yeah, weird because yeah. I'm so used to it's like muscle memory. <laughs> but that was definitely a, a big change. And in the locker room, of course, we weren't allowed to sit so close to each other. Mm -hmm. The crowd was so small everywhere we went. There weren't people allowed at some places and it was just very different. And it was that was then when I realized, oh, it's actually so fun when O'Keefe is crowded and full and loud. Yeah. And yeah. that was yeah, very different. How did, did that I guess, did you feel like you had less emotional energy in those games or just less of a kick in the butt to like okay let's go get these matches or how did how did that feel comparatively oh yeah for sure if you have a crowd it's definitely different than when you have an, like if you don't have one sometimes you just yeah. need that momentum coming from everyone else like that yeah. excitement it really helps you during the games too and if you don't have that if you don't have people watching and like cheering sometimes it's it's really hard to get that energy from someone was it ever in your mind that at any point a match just might not happen no matter how far down your process you go like that up to the minute before like oh nope we're not doing this yeah i mean it was scary sometimes you just you're scared to go to the supermarket because you're thinking oh i have a really important game this weekend what if i get covid yeah and it was just living with that fear the entire time it was it was really different was there any part of 
how you got ready for those games that like stuck that you kept in terms of like the actual pure volleyball, or was it just once we got out of that part, it was back to where you were before? I think I pretty much went back to what it was before, um, just because there. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's pretty much the same. Yeah, like I yeah. said. Did you have the feeling with classes and everything that the online nature just felt? Was that just awful, just in general? I know I had, I think I had one semester where everything was purely online, and I had plenty of friends that were like, I, they just tuned out completely at some points. It was, was that one of the struggles that you had with along with? Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, of course, if you're after practice, you're just gonna sit in your couch and watch the class. You're not gonna pay attention as much as if you were in the classroom. I think yeah. that really that really changed. And um, yeah. But it was also nice because you could just stay in O'Keefe, watch your class and then walk yeah. home. You didn't have that rush to run to class. Right, that was yeah. also nice. That's true. I could not imagine doing physics online for a whole that would kill me that would kill me I, but the nice uh, thing was my my both physics labs were online so i i didn't have to go to like labs like helpful. chemistry physics labs were online and i was just doing that on my computer at home and i didn't have to walk around and like that, buy lab coats or anything that's helpful yeah no i always that was the part that stuck to me the most i'm like okay if you're a if you are a full-fledged like material lab like this is going to be the most difficult for those people. It so. is. I see. I see our freshmen doing it now, and I'm like, I'm so glad I did that before. Yeah. Um. And all right, let's get out of that awful year that, that year sucked. Um. 2021. <laughs> yes. Um. The 21 team was just super stacked. I mean, I, I, everyone was really looking forward to seeing y'all play. Um. And I think the results panned out pretty, pretty all right relative to uh to the other years. I don't remember off the top of my head how. I think that was tied for it was at least top five best all time tech teams for how far they went. Um, did that did did that feel like oh this is the year to like make something happen? For sure. I mean that we just felt it at the beginning of the season. Our team was so in tune. Like everyone was just playing with such energy, and we would look into each other's eyes and just feel oh she's with me no matter what happens. Um, I mean since the beginning from practice and then when we traveled when we played and you could just feel how it's different. And I mean, the yeah. results just show that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a great year and it was basically the entire core team that we had in 2019 when everything started right, at state. Right. And that was such an accomplishment for everyone coming from not even making the tournament to making it to the top team in the country. It was just so, yeah. it was, I was so grateful for that. Was there any teams that you thought you couldn't beat? If you had if you had a shot, no, that was like we knew we could beat everyone at that point, or at least we were that confident that we knew if we played our best volleyball, we were we could beat any team that came in front of us. Yeah, I remember I remember the, the that Louisville game, and yeah, it, it looked good at least on TV. It it looked very competitive, and I did that. How did that feel? Because at least the worst part about that I would think is you're in Louisville too, so they're playing a home game in one of their biggest games ever so like what do you remember from actually let's go back to the ohio state game because that one was that one was huge too and i think really put y'all put y'all on the map more than any game besides the, the louisville game so what what were what, what were the feelings like after winning that where did that put you mentally in terms of like oh i've got to play at a level that i maybe haven't played before to because there's only immensely tough games ahead of that 
I mean, of course, you're going into the game thinking, oh, I've played them so many times before, and I know that team. I want to. I really want to beat them. They're from the same conference. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a little intimidating when you walk into that big gym and it's full. It's full of red. It's everyone there cheering for Louisville. It's the worst. I mean, color. we had a couple fans too, of course. Yeah. It's the worst color. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it was just. Uh, it was a great environment. Even though it was Louisville, it was just great to see how many people supported volleyball. Um, just knowing that there were so many people there to watch volleyball too, uh, not only to see Louisville or us compete. Yeah. So I think the game was... Um, it wasn't one of my best games, I'm going to admit that, but Mari played really well. It was yeah. her last college game. Yeah. So we had there were a lot of emotions going on before and after the game, but it's definitely a moment I'll remember forever. Just being able to be in the position of having of disputing a like an elite eight spot. Um, but yeah, the game beating Ohio State was just showing that what our program had, where our program had, like what level it had reached, and it was just like showing everyone what Georgia Tech volleyball really is. Does uh does Coach Collier prepare like is the preparation the same from from her to y'all on, in those big games or is there just the general sense of like oh boy this is this is it like we've got just of I don't have frame frame but you get the mentality it's like nope you got to do it now it's do or die. I mean we go into every game with that mindset. I think she does a really great job of um, telling us every game is a game. It's there's you shouldn't think of a maybe worse team and underestimate them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she definitely has great pep talks and she draws all those motivational quotes, which is really nice. nice. Um, but yeah, her motivational speeches before games, they're great, not gonna yeah. lie. Uh, it really pumps you up for the game. And before that game, she she was telling us, like, like I said, it was just, oh, look at where we got, look what, the privilege that you can be playing in this big game in the full arena yeah um and yeah it was just great feeling yeah at that point i think it's at least from the outside view you and mariana were definitely the faces of the team at this point and the face of women's athletics at tech at that point too did that was that something that you i guess thought about or like involved in how just you thought about playing at tech or did that was just like a okay that's just there i'm not really worrying about it in the context of what i'm doing at tech kind of just happened people started stopping us on campus and wishing us good luck before we we headed to Louisville. um and it was everyone was watching i mean everyone that i knew had the tv on during that game and even t- people from other teams like basketball yeah and swimming even we had swimmer friends that drove up to louisville for hours and watched the game and drove back that same day um and just seeing the tech community supporting our sport it was Mm -hmm. it was great and then yeah so many people that we didn't even know watched volleyball were there yeah um i think i saw somewhere i saw that it's the only the the sport that's grown the most in terms of viewership on espn has been ncaa volleyball so Mm -hmm. it's 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 doing that and i carved out almost too many hours to watch volleyball this past fall this past fall but it's it's a good product um okay after after the tournament's done i get that first i guess that spring semester is the first time you're getting like a full normal semester on campus too so like what was Mm -hmm. kind of i guess digesting atlanta properly for the first time what was that like 
It was weird. I mean, just having to go to classes, like yeah. every single class in person, you couldn't mm-hmm. just watch it online. It yeah, was definitely, yeah. it was definitely different. But it was also nice because you, you were just seeing people. You were meeting new people. Um, they came up and talked to me sometimes. Like, oh, I watched volleyball, and it's so cool that you guys are here in class now with yeah. us. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it just felt good to be back to normal and be able to experience the full college life. I would say. What parts? I was I was raised in Atlanta, so all the all the various mm-hmm. niches and crannies are all fun to me. What um, was there any parts of the city that you're like, okay, I finally got to go do that because I haven't had the time to go do that, or it was closed for a long time, or oh, I've heard about this other place. Let me go try this out while I got the time. Um. Well, I I would say I've seen every single tourist spot you can see in Atlanta and I've explored every single part because um, I really like traveling. So if I can't travel to another city, I will just walk around here. So, um, I mean, I've been to all the museums. Mm-hmm. I've been to, I went to the basketball game after COVID for the first time. Oh, um, wow. That was like my first NBA game uh, or my first actual pro basketball game yeah. in my life. So that was really cool. Nice. Uh, I've been to the Mercedes, to the Mercedes yep, Stadium yep. too, to watch our team play. Uh, was the time we played Clemson, and um, was it last year? Yeah, yeah that was, yeah, last, was last year. year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So that was really cool. Um, what else did I do? I've been to so many places. Uh, I I really like to explore. Um, but me and Mari just walked around. Honestly, even during COVID, we're just doing all the parks and walking around um, the city. But yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything else right now. Those are good. I mean, I, I'm at Mercedes Benz a little too often too, so that that, that, that hits good for me too. Um, let's forward, fast forward to uh, this past season. So you're down, Mari. You're down, Maddie. You're down, Kayla. Thankfully, you don't run into any of them in other games. Um, but the team was still really. I, I, I mean, our expectations, at least at the at our blog, we're like, this is still a stacked team. Like y'all didn't y'all y- you maybe lose Mari and Kayla's ridiculous serving, but beyond that. It, 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 the, the Bella was really good in the center. You, mm-hmm. you still got Paolo. It, it's all you got all the pieces you still need. Mm-hmm. Um, in a when you transition a roster like that, is there did, does that change how you approach your role in the team? Are you just instinctively thinking, okay, there's something I got I got to change my game a little bit here, or is it let me wait and see what pans out and see what coaches think I need to do more or less? Or how how does that how do, how does that work for you? I mean, definitely change is hard uh, for for teams sometimes because you just have to uh, to find your rhythm again as a team. So we had a bunch of new players coming in, our freshmen, our now it's our junior class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a weird to say, but it was just everyone had to step up their game. Everyone had to assume a role they maybe didn't have to assume before. Um, so I mean, you have the pressure on you, and of course that's different. Uh, but definitely, I think we handled it very well. Very well. Bella stepped up. Um, Bianca stepped up her game too. The new girls, Tam, came in. Uh, she did a really good job. I think she's getting better and better even now. Um, and she's get, definitely going to be one of the one of our big players this year. I'm really excited to see to see how they do. Um, but yeah, you just have to rebuild the team, and sometimes that can be hard at the beginning. But I feel like we did a good job during the season, and also during our preseason games, and just getting into that. Yeah. Did uh, how soon into the season, or did you know before the season that you were gonna be, be gonna, you were gonna move on after that? Yeah, I knew. Um, 
I knew before the season. I after I played with the national team in the summer. I I mean I knew I wanted to play professional since the beginning. Yeah. So opportunities, um, yeah, were coming, and I was just I'm just ready to go yeah. live this life of pro volleyball after college after my bachelor's degree. Yeah. How soon did Coach Carly beg you to come back after that? <laughs> she knows. I mean, yeah. she knows. She she was in that world before. She yeah. lived it too. She was overseas, so I think she understands from the volleyball player perspective. Yeah. Um, I I would say I would love to stay another year, but I think there are just other things I want to do in my life too, and it's the time now. Did a... and I know the team can handle it. They that they definitely can. They it it was you're leaving it in very very capable hands. Um, did did play I guess knowing that this was your final set of matches what what it how did that feel for you match by match so that was that different that had that feel different than your norm than the past three years oh for sure I mean it's sad because every every single game you have it's one last game that you're going to play in O'Keefe and this great environment and you just have to go into every game thinking oh maybe it could be my last one and that gave me a little bit of extra motivation but I think just Michelle letting me play a couple of points now in the spring games is also very fun because cool. I can I can play uh, a little bit more here. We have one more against Georgia this weekend, and I hope she puts me in again. <laughs> so maybe that'll be my last game. But definitely, just experiencing the crowd one last time is it's great. I was driving to Florida during those first matches, so I really hope she puts you in so I can see you play at least one more time. <laughs> okay, I hope, I'll tell her. <laughs> um, were you keep uh, that final year? I mean, obviously the the scoring system changed some years ago, so how the leaderboard, the all time leaderboard stack up will always have some asterisks in terms of like how, what kind of style of volleyball is getting played. But you're still were climbing up the kill leaderboard throughout all this past year. Were, were you keeping track of that at all? Did that matter to you at all, or was it just well, I'll just see where I land? Who cares? Well, the only time I was sad about that was the game against Florida State. I was about where to ask about this game. Kill, I was about to ask about this. Yeah, yeah, no, that was the only time I was really thinking about it. I was like, oh, dang, I needed one more ball to like yeah. have the record attack. But <laughs> the other times I really didn't think about it. It just happens naturally. And you, you're not going to think, oh, I have to kill this ball because I want to move up the leader list. But yeah, yeah for sure. It just let, happens. Let me ask about the FSU game. Because I, I loved your post-game interview about that too. I'm just like, I just wanted one more. I just, I, that, that was, I was very, I loved that moment. But also just the nature of, okay, that was, a match that I, I'm guessing y'all felt just did not start the right way at all, and I, I think y'all knew y'all were capable enough to beat them. Um, tell me, tell me what a rever tell me just what the mindset of, or how you transition your mindset in a reverse sweep situation of how you of how you go from okay, I'm down 0-2, it it's the do or die, but even further compressed where it's point by point to that point. So, um, what 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 are what are those kind of games like to to play through? Um. We were just thinking we're not going to lose this game. Like, we know we can beat them. And I think it was just that we just huddled. Uh, we were all together and we said, why are we playing like this? That's not our team. That's not how we play. Um, and I think it just from that point, everyone was like, yeah, why are we playing like this? We can play way better. And it just changed. Sometimes it just happens quickly like that. And yeah. this time it worked. Just mostly a mentality. How, how about, well, yeah, that fetches this question. How much of going through a set is mental versus execution um a lot of it is mental um you really have to that's why sometimes we prepare before the games uh some people listen to music to calm them down some people talk to each other uh, you just 
go through everything you want to do during the game in your head and definitely a lot of it is mental that's why we also have some routines that we do every time before a game um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but that's part of the game um and i think uh, you just have to handle the mental part as well as you do the part on the court as like volleyball wise both are really important did that florida state match feel like career defining if if i'm going to encapsulate your whole if, if you if you were to encapsulate all of what i did at tech did that match feel like the one well it was the most points so that was crazy to me i was like oh wow that's a yeah. lot of points and like i hope i get it one more time in my career or even more often but that's that's going to be hard but for sure i'll remember that game for the rest of my life um especially because we went to the gas station after and we just yeah, bought a lot of that is a if that isn't a gas station deserving game, there are no gas station deserving games. But the thing is, at that point, I wasn't eating sugar and no oh. sweets, so I could only buy salty things. So oh, I bought like sucks. I don't know. I couldn't buy candy bar. I bought like uh, gum and chips, and that was it. And everyone <laughs> was carrying the chocolate oh, and eating no. it in front of me. But yeah, do, it was great. It was do great. Uh, are, are, I have no idea. I haven't played volleyball like in any real capacity, but I've played some sports. Do those, do those five setters like? Are you just completely gassed at the end of those? Like, where? Oh, how are you yeah. feeling physically? Is that just you're done? Okay, I, I, I kind of, you can kind of tell on TV, but every point is feels equally intense the entire way from the first one to the three hundredth or however far down the line you are. But so that's that's still completely draining, I guess. I mean, right after the game, it's not like you're just your adrenaline level is so high, so mm-hmm. high that you are just still going right after but then you shower and then you feel the tiredness and you just get on the bus and you want to sleep or you you just want to put your legs up and but definitely sometimes after games you're just so hyped up that you won or that it was such a great game and um but definitely you you feel it after for sure yeah uh the uh marquette game i talked to kali about that game afterwards and it was, it was very curious. She told me that that was the only match this season that she felt like got out of hand. Like that just, there was something weird about the game. Is like that that was just was the wrong day to play. Did, did that feel the same on the court? Where it's just like that one was, I, I didn't really watch this one that close. So I'm fully taking this off of what what you what you experienced. Of just did that just feel like we just didn't have it that night? For sure. I mean, we knew that we could play way better than that. We all knew it, but. Like I said, there wasn't that switch of just saying, oh, we, we just have to play better than that, guys. And it was definitely one of those games that you just couldn't. And it was the wrong day and the wrong moment to do that. Yeah. Um, sometimes it falls. It's just a day like that. But that was definitely, yeah, it was very sad because we all knew we could we could have done better. But, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Did a uh... oh, man. Trying to think of any other matches I thought. Oh, the uh, the ro- the at pit game. That one felt like also a very, uh, even though it was a loss, it felt like y'all had gotten to a new level in terms of like, okay, how well y'all can compete on the road at teams that uh, before him, before him they played Yuval Fane McCabe's and that game was amazing to be at, but it, it felt pretty one sided for a, a lot of that game. Going mm-hmm. up, going back and I guess improving a little bit on the road again. How what are those? But mentally, does that feel like? Do those games feel like victories, even if they are losses? To where it's like, okay, we're playing a lot better than we were before. Because see, and both of y'all are title favorites at that point too. So like, what 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 mm-hmm. are those matches feel like for you? It's just very sad when you lose. I feel like those matches that are very intense and are so close. If you like do a fifth set and it's fifteen thirteen at the end, it yeah. just feels worse than if you lose really bad. I feel yeah. like 
because if you had done one more thing right, we could have won that game. And you keep thinking, oh, if I didn't hit that one ball out, we could have won. And the pressure of that loss is higher than if you just lose 3-0 and fast. Um, but it was definitely a really intense game. Like you said, we were playing at their big, uh, their McCamish, yeah, yeah. their big gym. It was full of people. And and, and Breland had a brilliant Breland game. Was like as a middle, almost 30 points. That was incredible. It was crazy. It was, it was so great to see because I've seen her since my freshman year and how much she's grown as a player. And that was one really nice part about that game. But it definitely, it was definitely a hard loss for me. Yeah personally I, I yeah it sucks i wish yeah that would i remember watching the that was one of the games where like it wasn't like i had shell shock after the game but it was like okay it's, it's gonna take a minute to digest yeah how yeah. That, at least at least that's just on tv too like they they did a pretty good job portraying like how intense that was and mm-hmm. getting a sense of what you're telling me here um so season ends tears that playing <laughs> further the, the second round but in your final semester, what were your what were your priorities just in terms of getting soaking in the last bit of tech you're gonna get as a student? I'm indefinitely studying. I'm taking twenty one credits right now, so I have a lot that of schoolwork to do. What? That is, that's unfair. <laughs> you that's gotta unfair. do what you gotta do I, to yeah, finish. Yeah. yeah so yeah. since I wanna play this summer with the national team, I just had to I couldn't extend it one more summer, so I had to finish the semester. But studying as much as I can and every time that I have doing homeworks, but also practicing and enjoying the last moments I have with this team. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, were there any, I know you mentioned you visited a lot of Atlanta stuff. Were there any things you wanted to knock off your bucket list before you leave? Which I imagine whatever volleyball future things you have probably won't be Atlanta based because we don't have a pro team yet and all that. Yeah, unfortunately, no. I've been, I mean, I've been enjoying the time that it's warm and going to Piedmont Park. I know some other little parks, uh, some secret spots here. Um, I've been trying to go to a lot of symphony orchestra uh, concerts because there's a college place. So I get, I pay like $1 per concert. That's really cool. But that's what I'm doing. And I mean, yeah, just going to restaurants I've never been before and going to some that I have and just trying it one more time. Um, But I know I'm going to be back. So yeah. it's not that sad. What was what, what's your favorite restaurant to hit up regularly? It's gonna sound bad, but I love Chick Fil A. No, that's not. That's I'm not gonna miss incorrect. it so that's much. Not an I'm, gonna, answer. I'm gonna miss it so much. It, it, yeah. It's that good, though. It's that good. It it's it, it does it does that to me as well. Um, what of the last? I mean, we've gone through a lot of games and other stuff that's happened in the last four years. Did it? Is there any particular moment that sticks that has stuck out the most in terms of? the first thing that you associate when someone says Georgia Tech or the volleyball team or anything, is there is there a moment that sticks out in, in at the forefront? Um, that one selection show where they put us at eight seat, oh. um, that was just, I don't know, everyone was so happy and it was so nice and we weren't expecting the eight seat. I mean, yeah. we knew we were going to be in the tournament, but it was just, we're going to play the NCAA tournament at home. Yeah. And everyone that supported us along the way is going to be here and be able to watch it. So that was definitely my favorite moment. Was that a surprise to you all at that point? <sighs> I mean, it was, but not really, you know? Y'all are keeping, are, do y'all keep track of the national yeah. landscape and how other teams are doing and, and all that kind of stuff when you're playing? Or is it just focused on what y'all are doing? <sighs> Basically... You just look at the results sometimes when the game is playing, but we don't really have time to watch it because we're on the road when they're also yeah. playing. We're yeah. doing school stuff, going to classes, but definitely, you know, who's doing well. And we definitely know the rankings. And yeah. Yeah. Um, 
couple more. So looking forward, is there? What do you want to remember about Tech when you're playing volleyball? Just where where I assume you'll play around the world because Brazil's team is top the top notch team. So and I hate the, I do not want the U.S. to play y'all because I don't think it'll end up well for us. But like, what what about Tech do you want to carry forward the most? Just the people. I met so many great people while I was here. I made friends for life. And I mean, that's the, that's the greatest part about sports. It's you get to travel, you get to meet people, you get to learn so much from each other. Um, but that's definitely one part I'll, I'll take with me. It's, it's my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What all about, uh, what all about being an alumnus are you looking forward to in terms of just like, you, you'll, you'll have that stamp that like, yes, I got out of Georgia tech. Like what, what part of, just being a person in the world as a tech alumni, do you look forward to? I mean, I can't just tell people I have a degree from tech. Do you need more? But I'm just going to say, yes, yeah. I have a degree from Georgia Tech. So that's that's by itself. It's it's great already. Everyone knows around the world. It's going to be Go Jackets. And yeah. it's so fun. I may be asking something that you don't have the answer to, but do you plan, do you have any dreams of like coming back here and coaching here or being a helpful recruiting tool? I mean, you'll be in Brazil, I assume, for some of this. So the very least... We have a representative down there, but is does any of that even remotely on your mind at all? Um, I would definitely want more people from Brazil to be able to have this opportunity that I had to just be able to come here, get a college degree, because I know it's really hard to do that in Brazil and just yeah. be able to have this life-changing experience. Um, because I was one of the first ones um, from the national team that actually came here and showed that the level is good and that you yeah. can come back and play in the highest level. So definitely want to... I want to show people that it is possible to doubt it, and that's one of the missions I want to I want to accomplish. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's all I've got. I really appreciate you taking the time to hang out. And once a, a twenty-one credit hour semester is it, it, like that it's is a lot, but that, it's almost that, over. I know you're so close. For those that didn't go to Georgia Tech or did, and the modern day tech experience is still very hard, but twenty-one credit hours is a level amongst itself. So, I, if anyone. I, kind of not surprised you would take it up because I, uh, many people have worked harder than you on Tech's campus the last few years. So um, all applause to you. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Well, thank you so much. It was very fun. Oh,